Hi there, welcome to the latest episode of Back in the Day with me, Dave Rivett. In this episode, I'll be comparing the Beatles' third and fourth studio albums, A Hard Day's Night and Beatles for Sale, both released in 1964. This is following on from a previous episode where I put the two 1963 albums, Please Please Me and With the Beatles, up against each other. A Hard Day's Night was released in the UK on the 10th of July, 1964. Side One contains songs that were from the movie of the same name. Unlike the previous two albums, there was no cover songs. All tracks were written by Lennon-McCartney. Most tracks were mainly John Lennon songs. It was a really prolific time for him. Now, they used to say that uh, when this came out, and for years everyone thought it, this was the first uh, uh, album penned by the group or an artist in the UK. But it turns out the uh, this uh, should have gone to Billy Fury, who was the first British rock and roll artist to write and perform his own songs on an album. The album was released in 1960. It featured, among others, Joe Brown on guitar and drummer Andy White, who later went on to appear on the Beatles' first single, Love Me Do. Now, this album was appreciated at the time, but it's now become a bit of a classic and it was considered the most important early British rock albums. It's on um, Spotify. It's, it's well worth a listen. He was a really talented bloke, Billy Fury. It's a, t- it's a shame he stopped sort of writing his own stuff and he got caught up in the uh, the pop thing and f- recording other people's stuff. He, he, he should have been better than he was, really. But anyway, let's get back to the Beatles. I remember queuing up outside the Campbell Odeon in South London with my mates and then singing the songs on the way home. Great times. I was only 10 at the time. Beatles for Sale was released in the UK on the 4th of December 1964. Partly due to the group's heavy schedule, they reverted back to including cover versions. Six of them in total with eight Lennon McCartney originals. Okay, let's start by having a look at the album covers. As with with the Beatles cover, they were again photographed by Robert Freeman. This time he used 20 portraits, each pulling a series of faces. There's even one on the back of George's head. It's a great cover. Whereas the Hard Day's Night cover was fun and upbeat, Robert Freeman photographed the weary-looking rock and roll band in Hyde Park, London, later on in the year. When you think of the amount of recording and touring they did in 1964, I think they were entitled to look tired. I like George Harrison's little turnip top on his hair, though. This was their first gatefold sleeve. Inside is another Freeman photo of the Beatles in front of a collage of idols from Hollywood and musical. As with the Please Please Be versus with the Beatles podcast, I will make the albums track by track. So up first is the title track of A Hard Day's Night versus track one of Beatles of Sale, No Reply. Both mainly John Lennon's songs. The title of Hard Day's Night was something said by Ringo Starr in an interview with DJ Dave Hull in 1964. The song is unmistakable from the very first chord. The sound of this chord is one of the most disgusting discuss pop openings of all time there are so many theories when asked about the called in an interview George Harris implied it's a F with a G on top but he'll have to ask Paul about the bass note to get the proper story other, other people say that George Mine helps it along with a Steinway grand piano even Ringo was there on cymbal who cares it works John Lennon is lead vocalist with Paul McCartney coming in for the high bits it's a cracking song with a great bit of 12 string guitar work by George Harrison the single topped the charts in practically every country in the world. No Reply, another John Lennon song, was originally given to one of Brian Epstein's other artists, Tommy Quigley, 
but he decided not to use it for some unknown reason. It's a strong opener, which I like, but I think it falls a bit short of a hard day's night. Tracks two are I Should Have Known Better up against I'm a Loser from Beatles for Sale. Both are John Lennon's songs. I'm a Loser were considered a single before Lennon wrote I Feel Fine. It shows more maturity. It went beyond first love. It was great. It has great use of the harmonica. It's a good song. I like it a lot. From A Hard Day's Night, we have another John Lennon with harmonica song, I Should Have Known Better. I've always loved this song. It's so upbeat and happy. I'm just taken back to the Campbell Road and watching them on the train in the guard's, in the guard's carriage. I Should Have Known Better gets the point. Track three from A Hard Day's Night is If I Fell, and it's up against Babies in Black. John and Paul harmonised brilliantly on If I Fell, a la Everly Brothers. He has a lovely he has a lovely solo by Jewel, just a great song. Babies in Black is a much darker song. The singer is pining for a grieving girl. It's much more morose than any other Beatles song. If I Fell gets the vote. Up next on a hard day's night, track four, I'm Happy Just to Dance with You, up against Rock and Roll Music, a Chuck Berry song. I'm Happy Just to Dance with You is a Lennon McCartney song written specifically for George Harrison to have the lead vocal. It is one of only two Lennon McCartney songs sung by Harrison during the group's career. The other was Do You Want to Know a Secret? The song has been criticised by some parties as being a bit weak. I quite like it. Always have, but I really like George's vocal and the song fits in well with the film soundtrack. Chuck Berry's rock and roll music. It, is a, it was a live uh, performance favourite of the group. They performed the song in many of their early Hamburg shows, shows right up to their final tour of days in 1966. I think John Lennon's vocal performance just gives it the edge in this one. It gets the point. Up next, two very good Paul McCartney ballads from A Hard Day's Night and I Love Her and from Beatles for Sale, I'll Follow the Sun. And I Love Her is one of McCartney's greatest love songs, certainly his best up to this point. It has a fantastic guitar riff composed by George Harrison that McCartney said made a stunning difference to the song. I've always thought George should have got a writing credit on this and some others. Beautiful song. Released in 1964, I'll Follow the Sun was actually written by Paul when he was about 16. It's a pleasant tune, but I know lover takes the point. Up next from A Hard Day's Night, it's Tell Me Why, and from Beatles of Sale, it's Mr Moonlight. Tell Me Why, written mainly by John, it's just a fun song, full of energy. Mr Moonlight is, I'm afraid, for me, a dud. I actually did a whole episode on Beatles duds, check it out, and Mr Moonlight certainly got a mention. I can't think of many Beatles songs that Mr Moonlight would beat. Revolution 9, maybe. Tell Me Why gets the point. Up next, the side one's closing tracks. First up for A Hard Day's Night, Can't Buy Me Love, a Paul McCartney song. When the album was released, this song had already been a big number one for the group. In the UK, it would become the fourth highest selling single of the whole of the 1960s. It's a great rocker with a killer guitar solo. On Beatles for Sale, we have a medley of Libus and Stoller's Kansas City and Little Richard's Hey, 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 Hey. Bit of an album filler, this one. A good McCartney vocal, but Can't Buy Me Love gets the point. At the end of side one, A Hard Day's Night 6, Beatles for Sale 1. First up on side two from A Hard Day's Night is, is Any Time At All, up against the better known Eight Days A Week. Any Time At All is mainly a John Lennon song. It's a good enough album track, but I think it falls short of Eight Days A Week. It's mainly a Paul McCartney song. 
right from its unusual fading, it's a very good song. Never a UK single, but it was released in the US and became the group's seventh Billboard Hot 100 number one. It also topped the charts in Canada, Belgium and the Netherlands. And gets the point here. Up next from Hard Day's Night, I'll Cry Instead, up against Buddy Holly's cover, Words of Love. I'll Cry Instead is mainly a John Lennon song. John Lennon wrote the song for the We're Out, an open field sequence from the, for the film. But direct, the film's director, Richard Lester, disliked the song and replaced it with Can't Buy Me Love. And you have to say, that sequence does work well with Can't Buy Me Love. The Beatles' version of Words of Love, a Buddy Hollow song they covered in the Cavern and Hernberg years, stays pretty true to, true to the original with John and Paul harmonising. Got to go for the Lennon original, though. I'll Cry Instead gets the vote. Up next on A Hard Day's Night is Things We Said Today, and it's up against a Ringo vocal, Cole Perkins's Honey Don't. Regarding the songwriting, John Lennon was perhaps at his most prolific at this time, leading up to the Hard Day's Night release. But even though there are only three Paul McCartney songs on the album, each one is an absolute gem. And I Love Her, Can't Buy Me Love, and Now Things We Said Today. The song was chosen as the B-side to the Hard Day's Night single. I love this one. McCartney later described the song as being nostalgic about the moment we're living in right now. Great song. The Cole Perkins cover, Honey Don't, is disliked by many fans. I admit it's a bit corny, but I like it. But things we said today definitely gets the point. Up next, many people's vote is the weakest song on a hard day's night, When I Get Home. And it's up against Paul McCartney's Every Little Thing. I think I'd have to include myself in one of the uh, It's the Weakest Song group, because uh, it is. Mainly a John song for me, it just doesn't flow well. A bit like Hold Me Tight on With The Beatles. Every Little Thing is unusual because it's a Paul McCartney song with a John Lennon lead vocal. It's a good tune, memorable for Ringo's use of the timpani drums over the choruses. Every Little Thing gets the point. Up next, two good John Lennon songs. You Can't Do That up against I Don't Want to Spoil the Party. You Can't Do That was the B-side to the Can't Buy Me Love single. I've always liked this one. There's a great live version on YouTube. They really nailed it. I don't want to spoil the party. It's a good song. Bit country. In fact, there's a good version by Roseanne Cash, Johnny Cash's daughter. It's close, but you can't do that wins it. Track 13 on a hard day's night is I'll Be Back and on Beatles for Sale, What You're Doing. I'll Be Back is another Lennon McCartney written by mainly by John Lennon. I think it's a bit of a lost gem. Very underrated. What You're Doing is a Paul McCartney song. It's okay, it's a nice guitar work by George, but I'll be back, definitely gets the nod. Track 14 on Beatles for Sale is Carl Perkins's oh, Everybody's Trying to Be My Baby. This song gets a lot of stick for being a, a weak album closer. And maybe compared to Twisting Shout and Money, it is. But I haven't got a problem with it. He gets the point, as there is no track 14 on Hard Day's Night, so it's got nothing to beat. So no surprise to the final score, then it's a Hard Day's Night 10, Beatles for Sale 4. When fans go on YouTube and rank these Beatles albums, there's loads of people doing that. Worst to best, Beatles for Sale inevitably is in the bottom two or three. Mind you, A Hard Day's Night is really much higher as they all tend to discard the early albums and go for the mid to late ones. I think A Hard Day's Night is a great album. It's 1964 and Beatlemania summed up in 30 minutes. Great stuff. Never tire of it. 
Well, that's it. That was a very quick episode, but uh, I'll just go and get it in my system. So that's it for another episode. If you want to have make a comment on this or any other, other episode, just go on the Back in the Day group on Puff Facebook. That's it. See you next time.